every woman that we talk to feels the pressure of being overcommitted and wants their lives to be different. And yet, these same women, ourselves included, are likely to become even more overcommitted in the next few weeks as we're presented with back-to-school volunteer opportunities, kids' fall activities, and last-quarter work projects. Today, we get honest about why we do this to ourselves and if there's anything we can do to avoid living a life at such a frantic pace. You're listening to Honest Women, the podcast for every woman who's trying to juggle the relationships, roles, and responsibilities that come with modern womanhood and finding it all just a little harder than she thought it would be. We're your hosts, Andrea Berkeley and Jessica Hutchison, your new besties who just happen to be therapists. And while we believe that life is hard and there's no tip or trick that will solve that, it does get just a little bit easier when we can be real with each other and talk about it honestly. You're listening to Honest Women. Good morning. Good morning. So we're feeling some good vibe this morning, aren't we? I'm feeling good vibes. And you're doing a dance. I feel like I have to dance. Like that's when you know I have some good vibes. My awesome dance moves come out. I do love your awesome dance moves. It is August. We have made it through most of the summer. And if you're in my district, today is the day your kids went back to school. Nope, not mine. Not if you're in Jess's district. Not for my district. My humans are still home. Right. You are like, you know, you got that last week of summer facing you. Well, and I just had two birthdays. Both of my kids have early August birthdays, which is not great because that's also when I'm burnt out from summer. Right. And they're like, you know, have these extravagant plans for what they want to do. And I'm like, I just want to lay on the couch. Leave me alone. Right. I'm so at the end of my energy. Or if you're like me, sometimes do you get that three-quarter summer burst where you're like, oh my God, I haven't done everything I was supposed to do. And you want to run around and like cram all the summer into the last few weeks and you feel like, I simultaneously feel like I've done too much. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. But I've, I have i don't know if it's like I failed at summer or I just need more or I want more. I don't know. But around the three-quarter mark, I start to get a little bit like, whoa, we got to get more stuff in. Oh, same. Same where I'm like, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Well, we should have made this memory. And then I realize I'm just too, I'm too tired. Too tired. And then I feel guilty about it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, which is actually why we end up overcommitting at the beginning of a school year. Maybe it's a lot of it's summer guilt. Yes, yes. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Whether you've made it to the end of summer, whether your kids are back in school, you've been able to say goodbye, unscheduled days, goodbye, feral children, goodbye, all the pressures of just trying to get through the end or you've got a week left, fall is upon us. The weather is turning, the calendar is turning, and this is the time where we are at risk. Right now is when we set the tone for the whole next nine months for most of us. No, that's true. That's a valid point. Mm -hmm. I think so many things go into us doing this thing that I think we know we don't want to (sighs) do. Yeah. Doing this whole sign up frenzy thing. We have the relief of our kids being out of the house. Your house is finally clean during the day, which it hasn't Mm -hmm. been for months on end. 
At least Mm -hmm. mine is not at all. It's chaos. And I think I get like a rush of dopamine and I am like living my best life because I feel like I have so much energy and structure and people, people pounce on that. Yes. Man, we are presented with a lot of opportunities, quote, quote, in the fall. When we've got this new season energy, we've got this idea that all of a sudden we're going to have all of this margin. We are riding high into the school year. And they're like, hey, great. Do you want to be room mom? That stupid room mom. Don't let me sign up for that this year. I was going to ask if you're doing it again. No, I already committed to next year. Because I'm, that's, you know. What? Well, because it will be my daughter's last year of elementary school. Okay. So I told her I would do that. Okay. So I've already pitched this to my children. Mom's taking off this year and then I will come back next year. But man, you people listening to me right now, don't you put that sign up sheet in front of me. Right. Because (laughs) you are ripe for the picking. Right now is when the sign up opens for everything Everything. at my kids' school throughout the whole year. So I'm committing today to something that January Andrea is going to have to do. And you know what? She never wants to. She's pissed at me every year. She's like, why? Why would you do this to me? Not to mention in the Midwest, seasonal affect disorder, which is a real thing, slash I would like to just call it zero sunlight and zero vitamin D season here in the Midwest. So also my energy level is not great at that time. And I forget that because my energy going into the school year is phenomenal. So good. So good. You are tan. You are summer. You probably feel a little guilty because you didn't make it magical enough. And you also feel like everything's going to open up and you have so much to give. And so that's when the signups come out and then you do. And this is not just at school. I think this is at work too. So as we're looking forward to what we want to accomplish professionally, I think I've been doing a lot during the summer of like, oh shit, like I can't get that done. But I will tell you, Jess, I'm signed up for some initiatives for myself. What's that mean? Wait, what does that mean? Tell me, tell me what these initiatives are. You know, I have a problem with signing up for classes. Well, yeah, because now I'm like, wait a minute, should I be a part of these initiatives? Don't do this to yourself. I... I was taking some free classes during the summer, and I was wise enough in the summer to go, you don't have the margin to right now be able to sign up for a class to learn how to pitch your writing, for example. Ah. But Mm -hmm. I was like, you know when I will have more time is September. I already paid for something. I'm going to start in September. I I know. Wait, but how long does it last for September through what? how long I want to pay for it. Oh, okay. But you're, oh. you didn't commit to like six months of it. I did not. However, okay. I'm committing now to things like a training that I'd really like to take in January or, mm. you know, it's like, ah, I really want to make this shift in my work schedule or I really want to accomplish this. So again, I think this fall energy, even if you don't have kids, because we've gone to school for so long, don't you feel like every fall you just want to go get a new pencil and you want to go get a new trapper keeper and yes. you want to make a list and do the things? Have you heard Brene Brown talk about September? No. Mm-mm. So she talked about it a lot during COVID and I, I really appreciated how she talked about it. And also it switched my view where even if you have kids that have aged out, Mm -hmm. or you have littles, there's something about that going back to school that is Mm -hmm. like 
a new year. So when not yes. January 1st, it's like that right. September is new year. So you have new goals, you have new things you want to try and you want to yep. do. That is where the overcommitment happens. It is. Yes. It's not exactly January that. 1. It is no. September 1. January 1 feels like a um self-improvement slash I kind of feel bad about myself after the holidays. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a little bit more like sad restart or countercultural. I'm not going to do that. But August, September, it is new year energy and it oh, is totally. sun and it is all the things that we're trying to accomplish and all the things that we didn't get done. Like I said, for months I've been saying, I can't do that thing for work, but I'll be able to do it in September. And I think a lot of people who work big corporate jobs, you're looking at the last quarter of the year and it's time to get some shit done. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. For my husband in the corporate world, it gets serious. We're getting towards the end of Q3 and Q4 is a big one for yeah. his company. So there is a lot of resets that happen right around that September time. Mm -hmm. It's not January yeah. 1. In fact, in his corporate job, January is like not even a thing. It can be pretty it's sleepy. End of the year. Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of times our goals, like corporate goals are set on January 1. So you've got a whole year to do them. But right now you're trying to finish the stuff and that you're you like, crap, I didn't do any year. of those things that I was supposed to <laughs> do. And now I have to buckle right. down and do them. Right. Right. So the threat is real. If we are not careful, if we are not aware right now, we are going to be saying yes to things right and left. We are going to be adding things to our calendar with absolutely reckless abandon, and we're setting the tone for another frazzled and overcommitted year. The one that leaves us asking, because this is the question I ask myself and so many people who come into my office ask this question, why do I always do this to myself. So before we jump into everything, uh, before we talk really about overcommitment, can we just take a moment to set an intention for the year? This is for everybody listening and we'll do it in real time. Like, What do you want your year to look like? What would it feel like? How would you if you were really to set an intention, what would it be? If I were to set an intention for the year, I think it would be to have more moments where I feel like I actually could say yes to something in less mm. moments of saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, why did I commit to so much? I hear you saying that in the moment, I want to have the freedom to choose. Yes. Because I you. haven't already chosen too much for that moment. Beautiful summary, my therapist friend. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I hear you saying. Thank you. I'm like, I feel like I'm on the other side a little bit. And I'm like, yes, thank you. That is exactly <laughs> what I am saying in my chaotic brain right now. It, this is why we do this, right? I love it. Because it's so hard to do on your own. I want to feel less dread. You know? Ooh, that's a good one. I want to feel less of that sense that like, Oh, you know, I used to do this when I was younger. I used to say, oh, when we just get through oh, such yeah. and such. Now I know that's never happening. We're never going to just get through such and such because then we're going to hit such and such after that, right? Yep. There's never a magical day where it gets easier. And then I dread all the time. Ugh. It's like, fuck, why? Why? And then I just, I don't want to feel like I'm muscling through everything. Less dread. That's a good one. I almost want to put that on a post-it note. Yeah. <laughs> like where I, I can know. see it. 
I know we're supposed to say things positively. You hear that all the time in goal setting. Like, don't say that I don't want this. I want that, right? And not like, I don't want to eat ice cream. You say, I want to eat not ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) But what I really want is less dread. And I got to tell you, girl, I've already got a little bit of it. And it's not even well-informed dread yet. I have not sat down to look at the schedule. I don't have all the information that I need. Once I do, even at this point where I haven't signed up for a bunch of additional stuff, I'm probably going to feel some dread. I'm probably going to go, oh my God, there's no break here. There's no break between now and end of the year. Mm -hmm. Both end of school year and end of the calendar year. Right. And you're right. I have not sat down to put pieces together at all, which usually comes in September right, Mm -hmm. is when I Mm -hmm. like to do that. But I mean, even trying to figure out my fall schedule for when I'm seeing clients. Right. I'm still trying to figure that out in my brain. We know we don't want to be frazzled. We know we don't want to be filled with dread. We know we want freedom in the moment to say yes to things and no to things and not to have already said yes to so many things that we have no freedom, right? We know this. I also don't want to be pissed off all the time. I don't want to be mad at my kids. I don't want to be unable to do basic things that I know I have to do to live well. So like, I feel like I haven't slept well. I haven't been able to exercise as much as I want to. I can't cook at home as much as I want to because we're overcommitted. So I just want to have a full life view Mm -hmm. that involves less stuff. So if we know that we want this, we don't want to be stressed and overcommitted. Why do we do this to ourselves year after year? And I think you hit on one of these reasons because sometimes we go, well, I'm so good at it though. You know, like I'm really good at this one thing that I do. Right. Maybe it's how you feel about work or maybe it is that you are the best damn Valentine's Day party planner for the kids in the world. Maybe you're really good at that. And so you say yes to it because there's a sense of, I need to use this gift or I need to use this talent. Well, and I think there can also be a time aspect of it. Like Mm -hmm. I have to do it right now. I have to do this Mm -hmm. thing right now. I think I get caught Mm -hmm. with this with business goals quite a bit. Well, no, actually as a mom, I do too, because then I'll think, Mm -hmm. well, they're only going to be here for so long, right? Right. Like I, my daughter is now double digits and that was like, holy moly, like Mm -hmm. she is going to be out of the house in less time than she's been in now, right? So it is also that sense of like, if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen or I'm never going to get the time back to do this. And that pressure for me creates a lot of situations where I say yes, thinking if I don't, I'll never have the opportunity again, which is usually not true. So true. Most things that we can add to our lives, they're available all the time. You know, the sense that we're behind, like we're not, we're not, but it feels like we are. So we commit to things sometimes because we're really good at them and we feel like we have to do them or we're the best person to do them. Or we commit to things because we feel like if we don't do it now, we'll never do it. I also think that sometimes we commit to things just because we like them. True. For example, I'll go, I love hosting Thanksgiving. I love cooking. I love it looking nice in my house. I love all the feelings. I think about the feelings. I love Thanksgiving might be my favorite holiday nowadays. I know. I know. 
such a good time because there's not as much pressure with gifts and giving and whatnot. It's just, right. I don't know. I have a lot of warm feelings when, when you just say Thanksgiving and hosting. Like it's just a time of totally. gathering. I love that totally. time. Yes. And so we go, I love it, right? But the question we have to ask ourselves is, do I love this right now? Mm. In this season of my life. Mm-hmm. And the answer might be yes. It might be like, yeah, I really do. But this comes down to even micro decisions for me. So I mentioned I love to cook. I love to bake. I don't know why. I I just do. But sometimes we need to just order out or I need to buy cupcakes for my kid's birthday because while I love to bake, if I were to look at my weekend and go, well, when am I going to do it? I would find that there's no time and I don't, I, I will not love that. That will be pressure that keeps me up late at night. That will be pressure that has me snapping at everybody. It will not be fun. Mm -hmm. So things can be fun or things can be, you know, things that we enjoy, but not right now. Yeah. They don't fit. Yes. I also think you hit on something before about guilt. Mm. I think we overcommit to things because we feel bad if we don't. Well, and with everything out there, like social media-wise, blog-wise, I mean, Pinterest, everything. That has created such a, I should be doing more society, right? I should be doing this. I should be doing this. It sets so many false expectations for people, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, look at everything that she's doing. And it does. It leads to guilt and sometimes even shame of Mm -hmm. not being enough or not being good enough, which then what do we do? Well, we overcompensate. Right. So if I'm not feeling like I'm a good enough mom because, you know, Susie down the street is doing this, 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 and this, well, what do I do? What does Jessica do? She overcompensates. So then I commit to be too much, which Mm -hmm. then perpetuates the problem because then I even feel worse because I overcommitted and I can't do any of it. Yes. It's like the worst loop. It is. It's such a loop. Like you said, it's Susie down the street who can do X, Y, and Z, but it's also so-and-so on Instagram, right? Yes. I mean, we are really subject to just these little blips of people's achievements that just do not capture what everything else looks like. Which I'm guilty of. Totally. And I'm I'm a very transparent human, as people are learning and people who know me know. So people will say to me all the time, how do you do this, right? You have your practice mm-hmm. and you're doing this podcast. My gosh. And it's like, well, hold on here. Don't right. think that I'm doing it gracefully all the time. Right. You, don't you don't know my life. Me. Yeah. I'm like, go have a conversation with my family. They're like, she's nuts. <laughs> she's right. running around like a crazy person half the time. Not great. Right. I don't recommend that. That's why right. we're talking about not overcommitting. Right. That's why we're trying to create awareness for ourselves and for everybody else. I mean, this is for you all, but really, I feel like Andrea and I are kind of having our like private therapy session with each other yeah. and trying to coach mm-hmm. each other on not overcommitting this right. year and everybody just gets to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that guilt can drive us to sign up for mm-hmm. more things. I also think that sometimes old parts of us are at play, old strategies are at play, right? If you learn to be a people pleaser early in your life, or maybe that's just part of who you are, then when someone says, can you help? You don't even breathe. You're like, yes, yes, that, yes. What is it? I'll do it. Yes. (laughs) All the time. Yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. I'll do it. How many hours? Who, Who knows? Who cares? I'll just put my name down, right? I'll find a way. If you've developed a sense of being superwoman, right? Yes, I can handle everything. There's no limit 
to what I can do. You are at risk. High risk. High risk. High risk. And if you have an old part of you that found love or safety or acceptance in being productive, you are also at risk. Yep. And then if you've been living like this for a long time, you're so friggin' constantly burnt out that you can't imagine another way. You can't imagine having an empty weekend. You can't imagine sitting down. It can be anxiety provoking. Totally. When you're used to being overbooked, right, and busy all the right. time, it can be anxiety provoking right. of, oh my gosh, I, I I don't have anything on the calendar. Oh, frazzled. Right. I'm guilty of that. Right. Now what? Yeah, oh my totally. gosh, I got to fill it. I got to fill it. I got to fill it. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And then our culture. Our culture teaches us that we just need to be striving for more and bigger and better. If that's at work, how have you done more this year than last year? Yeah. You know? We're so achievement-based. So achievement-based. Yeah. I mean, it's our whole society. What have you done? Right. How have you grown since last year? Right. What are you doing better this year? How have you leveled up? Mm -hmm. Level up. Mm -hmm. And we do it with our kids too. It, It flows down to our kids. I have definitely had moments where I'm like, well... You know, I know I don't want to be overcommitted and my kids will echo back to me. I just want a free day. Mm-hmm. Or that's a lot of time. There I am going, it's not a lot of time. That's a one, two and a half hour practice a week. And then a few competitions. Or one of my sons will say, I don't want to drive mm-hmm. out to this mm-hmm. training facility for basketball. And I'm like, what do you care? I'm driving. You're sitting. Right. You're doing nothing. So I have that sense of like, if you want it, I'll help you get there. And this is nutty, right? It is nutty. My kids, my 5, 9, 11, and 13-year-old do not need to level up. And I say that even Mm -hmm. as I know they kind of do. There's some real pressure there. We don't play sports for fun. We play sports to become great at sports so that we can get into our college of choice so that we can, you know... So uh, I'm not minimizing the cultural pressure. I'm just I'm just noticing that it's yes. there. Well, I think it's so much about balance because you do right. need pressure and you do need to be pushed. It's just at what point is it too much? Right. Right. And I think that's what we're trying to figure out. So now that we know what we want, we want our lives to be more peaceful, less overcommitted, right? And we've talked about why we so often end up with a life and a schedule that looks like the opposite of what we want. Mm -hmm. How in the world do we do things differently? So while we're talking, I wrote down two things because my brain is not going to remember if I don't right now. So Mm -hmm. I wrote first, just say no, but then I have to say I want to, you know how the 90s are like cool again? Yes. We're reliving the 90s. I'm going to like wear a dare shirt. Like just say no. (laughs) You have to be like dare to keep moms off signups. I don't know. (laughs) Dare to keep moms. We're going to like I'm going to create this shirt. Dare to keep moms off signup sheets. Like just say no. Just say no. Like I wrote that down one because there's this whole yes, say yes. No, no, no. Say no. No. Say no, do less. And I also wrote down the whole concept of, you know, if you get a text message or an email and it just triggers you and fires you Mm -hmm. up and the whole concept of sleep on it. And if you still want to send what you want to send that next day, which nine out of 10 times you do not. And you're so happy you didn't. Right. 
I'm going right. to start applying that same concept when I decide if I am or I'm not. It's not going to be in the moment. I'm going to sleep on it. And if I still want mm-hmm. to say yes tomorrow, then I will say yes. And in addition to that, if you find that you're getting emails, for example, that really trigger you into like feeling like you're behind or that you need to do more or sign up for something, unsubscribe. Ooh, yes. I promise that those marketing type emails will be there later. And if you follow someone on Instagram and every time you see their content, you're like, I just, I'm, I've got to add, unfollow. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just like, could we all just maybe sign out of Instagram? Unless you're following honest women on Instagram. Well, I was like, well, wait a minute. Do. Don't unfollow us though. Yeah, Don't, un- well, that's, <laughs> Jess, we are the anti be more, do better people. We totally are. We also don't even post that much and like, right. because we're too busy. Right. No, we are like, be less do less. Life is hard. We're all in it together. Totally. So you should follow us, but follow no one else, maybe. Nobody else. That's probably. Yeah. So I think you've captured a couple of really actionable things there. And I will say, here's a little framework that I've found that helps, especially if you're a people pleaser or if you are yes by default. So before we sign up for anything, that means if you were on the computer right now and you were looking at room mom opportunities or taking on a big project or you're going to about to like hit pay for that child's sport, or you're about to say yes to your boss for some big project or start a new project yourself at work, first stop and ask, do I have the capacity to do this? Do I have the resources, right? We're talking about time, emotional energy. We're talking about regular energy, sometimes money. Do I have the ability, space on the calendar, And even better, will I have the ability? Mm -hmm. Will I have those resources in two months or three months or six months when this thing comes up? Or will I be cussing myself out, my past self? So first, do I have the time? But second, and this is the most important question, if you're a people pleaser, you never ask it. Do I want to? Mm -hmm. Do I want to do that? Just say no. Just say no. If you don't want to, if it doesn't set your soul on fire, say no. Even if you said yes the last five times, even if you've been the chair of this project, even if you're really, really good at it, if you don't want to, if you think about it and if you imagine like what that's going to be like and it does not make you happy, just say no. And You don't even have to do that like really boldly. Just don't sign up. Just say, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to commit to that this year. I'll tell you a little story. So last year, for a couple of years, I signed up to do the teacher appreciation luncheon for our school. That sounds terrible. Well, (laughs) here's the thing. Well, if it's at the beginning of the year, ours is at the end of the year when I'm burnt out. So that's why it sounds terrible. Ours is in January. Ooh. Like a really tough time. Yeah. So- I've signed up for this because teacher appreciation luncheon, I appreciate our teachers. I do too. Mm -hmm. And then I convince myself, well, it's just one day. And then I say yes. And I did it one year and it was a lot. And then because I'd done it the first year, I said, I'll do it again because now I'm even better at it. Whatever. And also because I forget, I have amnesia. I forget that I was really stressed out and burnt out at the time. So I did it again. And again, it was a lot. 
and I did it really well and I do appreciate the teachers and I want to be involved and I want to be noticed, you know, in our community or whatever. So I did it. And that very week they were like, so are you going to do it again next year? And everything was pulling on me to say yes. In fact, I think I said yes. I said, yes, I'll do it again next year, which is this year. And then I was like, Andrea, focus. This is a no for you. You cannot do it. And I wanted to tell people like, yeah, I was going to do it, but now I've got this other project for work, you know, try to justify why. And like, to be honest, it didn't really matter. And I also, I was really feeling guilty. Like, well, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? So I did focus and I got my nerve up and I said to the person who's kind of in charge of everything, you know what? Actually, thinking closely about it, I'm not going to be able to commit to that next year. And I was all squirrely inside and I felt really, really bad, even though that was like 11 months notice. And guess what? Somebody else had picked up that responsibility within one hour. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm replaceable, man. It doesn't have to be me. That's a great thing to say because it's true. You are replaceable. We all are. Right. It doesn't have to be you. So even if you've signed up for something and you're looking at your schedule and you go, this isn't going to work for me, you can give yourself permission to stop, to not do it. So to the women out there who are listening, who are tempted to sign up for all the things, can we just encourage you to pause? (laughs) This is a note to self, by the way. Take a moment to think about what you want this next season to be like. And before you sign up for anything else, ask yourself, will this next thing get me closer to the life that I want to live or make me feel more frantic and burnt out? And if in doubt, just say no. It might be hard at the time, but it will definitely be worth it. You've just finished an episode of the Honest Women Podcast. We are so honored that you would spend this time with us. We have so much more where this came from and don't want you to miss a minute. So please, right now, take a second to follow the show. While you're there, leave us a five-star rating and a review. It's the best way to help other women find our show so they can join the conversation. And if you have a friend who could use a little more honesty in her life, and who couldn't, send this episode directly to her. Actually, send this episode to anyone you want to. Everyone's welcome here. We'll be back next Wednesday speaking some truth and feeling some feels. Until then, hang in there, ladies. This has been Honest Women.